This is Rabbi Sharon Brous, Rabbi Adi Kar, where we're dedicated to reinvigorating Jewish community, ritual, and learning, all while laying the foundation for a just and loving society. You're listening to Ikar's podcast, where you can hear our sermons from Shabbat and holidays, our teachings, our guest speakers, basically anything we think worth hearing that we can capture and stream, you can listen to right here. The whole Megillah. I mean, literally the whole Megillah. So thank you so much for being with us. Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Shabbat uh, This is another, another Shabbat that we come together um, having experienced in our country uh, violence and tragedy. Uh, this is a year that has seen nearly 200 mass shootings in our country. We're, we're not even halfway through 2022. Last weekend, uh, while we were at Shoal, um, there was a, a shooting in Buffalo where a man had driven 200 miles to, to specifically target a black neighborhood um, and tragically killed 10 people uh, in a supermarket. Um, that last weekend as well, there was a, uh, a, an attack uh, in a church um, in Laguna Hills. Um, we, we see just so many hate-fueled uh, acts of violence in our country. Just thinking about the, the grief and the mourning that that, that brings upon us and, and upon those, uh, especially people of color, who are just reminded again and again of... Uh, of, of what it means to be in a society that doesn't take seriously enough uh, their safety and their security. This time of year that we're in, the counting of the Omer is traditionally seen as a time of grief and a time of mourning. There are certain practices that are, that are uh, traditionally a part of this time between Passover, Pesach, and Shavuot. Uh, practices that one might experience or one might, uh, one might um, practice when, when someone is experiencing their own personal loss, such as not cutting one's hair or not listening to live music, not throwing big parties. And, and there's a, a, a question in our tradition of, of what is it that happened during that period that, that might have led for it to be a period of mourning. It seems, it seems a little bit strange. It's not something that's in the Torah. So in the Talmud, the rabbis point to a particular tragedy. They say that during this time period between Pesach and Shavuot, 12,000 pairs or 24,000 of Rabbi Akiva's students died in a plague. And uh, the rabbis say uh, that um, this plague came about because they didn't, they didn't know how to treat one another. These students didn't treat one another with respect. But if we look through the writings of our, uh, of our tradition, we see that it's not only this plague and the, the deaths of Rabbi Akiva's students that are connected to these mourning practices in the Omer. If we look a little bit later in our history, uh, medieval halachic authorities, they say that this time period, these grieving practices, these mourning practices are our way of, of grieving the massacres of the Crusades. And Rabbi David Golinkin, who looked into uh, this, this question of the mourning practices of this time of year uh, throughout history, says the Omer can and should be focused on something we need to grieve 
collectively in our day and age. Collectively, we, we need to mourn these deaths. We need to grieve the insidious rhetoric that is fueling these extremist acts of violence. And, and there's a day that comes partway through the Omer that is a different kind of day. We just marked that earlier this week, Lagba Omer, Lamed Gimel in the Omer. It means the 33rd day. And on Lagba Omer, if your Facebook or whatever social media feed is anything like my social media feed, you see people having bonfires and, and celebrating and maybe you see people getting a haircut after not having gotten one for quite a while uh, or track and field days at schools. A day, a day of joy, a day of lightness. So what is it about that day that breaks up that grief and that mourning? Well, if we look back at that original understanding of these mourning practices of the Omer, the 33rd day of the Omer was the day that that plague stopped. Lagba Omer was when the deaths stopped. We desperately need a Lagba Omer. We need to stop hearing about the deaths of, of so many people in our country, especially people of color. We, as Jewish people, also have experienced so many acts of violence in these past few years. We need the plague to stop. And that's not enough. And that's not the only explanation that's given for why Lagba Omer is such a joyous day. Another, another explanation looks to Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, actually one of the later disciples of Rabbi Akiva, and says that Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai died on Lagba Omer. And the reason that that was a day of celebration, which he himself called for, according to the Zohar, is because on that day, he was able to teach truths that he had not yet been able to teach his students. So Lagba Omer, not just the day that the plague ended killing Rabbi Akiva's students, but also a day of revelation, a day when a teacher, when someone who had influence and power was able to reveal and express and speak out things that were fundamentally true to his students. And that's, that's an element of Lagba Omer that we also desperately, desperately need. Yes, we need gun legislation. We need something to stop allowing so many deadly weapons to get into the hands of people who have already expressed a desire to harm and, and being filled with hate. And we also need to hold accountable those who have influence in different spheres than this one. We, we need to push our political leaders. We need to push journalists and writers and faith leaders who, to speak what is true, to root out this insidious hatred of extremism and to bring us all into a, great, a place of greater possibility and justice and safety for all in our country. Shabbat Shalom.
Hi, it's Rabbi Brass again. Thank you so much for listening. Want more content like this? I hope you'll subscribe and please consider making a contribution to Ikar so we can continue to work toward the fulfillment of our mission to reanimate Jewish life, to embody moral courage, to nurture the spirit, and to work to decipher what it means to be a human being in the world today. Visit our website at ikar.org. That's I-K-A-R.org. And I hope to see you maybe even in person sometime soon.